Welcome back to yet another video. Let's talk membership businesses, three biggest mistakes, plus one bonus of building your membership, especially if you've been coaching or in the high ticket space. We made this mistake. We made this mistake twice. It hurt every single time. And almost every single person I've talked to who's transitioned from high or mid ticket into a membership or kind of a low ticket world pretty much made this mistake. It cost them three to six months of progress, but the lost revenue, the headaches, the stress, and just the, it's unnecessary. So let's avoid it. I'm gonna help you kind of define the, the top three, plus I have a kind of a bonus one here that I wanna turn it into your creed. So if you're thinking about building a membership or a low ticket offer or, or something of that nature, and you're transitioning from mid ticket or high ticket or some kind of coaching, this is really, really gonna help you. One, I was just on a podcast this morning, so we talked about this. If you have built an asset, curriculum, your high ticket program, trying to shove it into a low ticket offer is going to do one, two, three, or all of many things. It's going to frustrate the crap out of you because you're gonna give so much and people are joining for a fraction. Let's just say I was talking to someone that had an $8,000 program and they built like a $100 a month membership out of it. And they had people joining for a month and then leaving. And they were frustrated because they're like, but it's, I used to charge eight grand for this. People don't really care about the information. How many books have you opened and you've never read? How many courses have you bought and you've never done? That number is, is many for me. The mentality of high ticket is a lot of times you know, information, dropping gold, having some awesome trainings, like that's a lot of the game that the high ticket world will play. Of course, it's about transformation and all that, but that's what they think their clients want. Then they transition into memberships and low ticket and they start bombarding people with stuff. And they're not there for that. All the information we need is already out there. They're there for community, they're there for support, and it's just a, a very different mindset shift. And so I've seen people try to shove a huge curriculum of a high ticket program into some low ticket membership offer. They have people join, and then they leave within a month or two months and they're frustrated, or they're not engaging. They show up and no one's in the community, it's all crickets and no one's engaging because you think it's about that curriculum or it's about that information or it's about that awesome training you did, and it's not. It's about community, it's about support, it's about implementation, it's about building a family. So just transition your mindset and your assets from high ticket and shoving it into a low ticket offer is the wrong move. Really thinking of your membership as a completely brand new offer and structuring it as such from the moment they buy, they go through the onboarding, they join, what are you doing weekly? What are you doing monthly with people? What's the value that's being delivered? How are you building that community? And what's really cool, once we hit about 350 members in our community, we built it in the investing space, it took a life of its own. Like people were supporting each other. There was people in there who were there for already eight months. They were natural born leaders. They were, and I'm like, this has been my dream and now it's built. And I don't have to be the center of it all at all. It's no longer about me. So that's number one. Number two is a, uh, is typically reflected from number one is giving too much. It's overwhelm. We think that someone joins and we want to just give them as much value as we possibly can and as much information and as much training 
and all of this stuff to do because we're excited for them. But they're not as excited for the topic that you're a specialist in as you are. And they can easily get overwhelmed. I'm good at two things, like I'm, I'm, I'm a master at maybe one or two things. I'm good at a couple and then I'm pretty much mediocre, bad, or indifferent on like everything else. And so if I'm gonna learn how to golf, which I think I've golfed like once in my life, and I join some program and the instructor comes out and he's all gung-ho and putting shoes on me and trying different gloves and talking about all the different types of gloves that you can buy and, and, and I don't know, all the technical jargon of like the stick that you hit the golf ball with and the different golf balls and different positions. I would just be like, I'm never coming back. Even if they were like Tiger Woods, who I don't even know if he's still around. But if they came out and were like, hey, we're working on one thing today, your stance and your swing or your, how you hold the stick. You get to point the golf club, there we go. I would leave feeling accomplished that day and I'd be looking forward to coming back next week because I know next week we're gonna be, I don't know, learning about where to look when you're hitting the ball and calculating wind speeds. I don't know, you get the point. And then every week I'm kind of developing my skill and I got little tasks. I was talking to someone else today about uh, Michael Beckwith has been kind of like a spiritual teacher to me. And so I try and tune in on Sundays. When I'm in LA, I go there all of the time to the Agape Center. But the point is, imagine shoving a Bible in someone's face and just saying, study all of this. You'd read two pages and you'd be like, uh, okay, peace. But think about it. Every week you show up, and no matter what that means to you, of course, and, and what you do, but it's like three sentences are read. It's like a little passage is read and it's like digested. And then it's like, how do you live this? Not just know it, but how do you live it? And I think that's what we're going for when we're building community. And a lot of people just shove way too much, way too fast, way too soon, throw it all at them and wonder why everyone's overwhelmed, no one uses it, and the churn is so high. By the way, I did a video on churn and on our key performance metrics. I'll put a link up here somewhere for it. It's worth checking out. Number three, marketing too late. This is more so when we are launching a membership. Every single person we've talked to or we've helped launch their membership, they felt this need to, or this resistance to marketing it well before it was built. I have found that to be one of the best ways to do it because you can start marketing your membership way before it's built, start building a wait list, start building a desire. Imagine you're thinking of, let's just say you're thinking of launching a membership in the fitness space or maybe you're a teacher who's worked with a lot of kids and parents and you wanna run some kind of community for parents on how to raise kids, whatever, you get the point. Let's just say that launch is three months away. Why wouldn't we start marketing now? Getting people signed up for the wait list, having them fill out forms and surveys of what they love. If, they, if you were to build a community, what would they love? And now by the time you're ready to launch in three months, you've got hundreds of people signed up for your community, your wait list. You've been having conversations and you've been sending material once a week and you've been getting people excited. What a lot of people do is they focus on building. This is true for anything online really. They focus on building because they love creating and then it's done. And then they're like, okay, it's time to launch it. And no one even knows you've been building this thing. And then it takes another three months just to market it, which by then you're kind of like momentum and you're kind of like, ugh. And then you quit and nothing ever comes out. 
Let's avoid that. Start marketing now. Doesn't mean you have to sell, collect payments, do any of that, but start building desire and attention and looking for a word, but awareness of what it is you're doing now. A lot of people, most people wait too long. That's not just for memberships. That's for anything they're launching online. They wait way too long. The people who do well in this space, they start marketing stuff before it's even a full thought in their head because they get direct feedback and that inspires them to keep building. And now people are aware of what you're doing. So that's number one. That's number two. That's number three. Number four, I'm going to put a one word up here. Retention. It is no longer a game of marketing and sales and lead generation. That is a part of the game, but that is not the whole. The game you are playing is retention. It's very simple. You increase membership retention by a month or two, you can double your business. Lucas, that math doesn't add up. If, if, if people are with me for six months and I just increase it by two months, that doesn't double my business, it does. Because those members get served at a deeper level. You have more community, more family, more referrals. Those referrals are the ones that help double your business. And overall, just increasing retention by even a month, even two months, does wonders for your business. This is a game of retention. Not how do I bring a ton of people in and then forget about them, which you should never do. But people do it in their programs, in their high ticket stuff, they're and I've, I've, I've been there, so I get this, but the, the month begins, talking to the sales team, let's make sales, rah, rah, rah. And sometimes it becomes a game of sales and marketing harder and harder and harder and more and more ad spend and more all of that. I'm not making that wrong, but that is secondary. It should be always, but in memberships, it's especially secondary to actually serving and creating community and increasing retention, decreasing churn, increasing LTV. Again, I did a video on all these metrics I'll have it linked up here somewhere. Memberships are a game of retention. Memberships are a game of retention. Memberships are a game of retention. We, and that's the only game in town. It's retention first, and then it's marketing, you know, leads, conversions on your sales page. What's cool about memberships is you don't have a sales team or you're not taking sales calls, so a lot of your energy is freed up. Get clients results, get members results, we have a rule of like every single day we want to see member wins. We share it in Slack and then guess how easy our marketing is. We just take the results that members are getting and we share them in our marketing. It's super lazy. It's like I'll send an email out with three screenshots. Hey, this is what our members are doing. It's pretty cool. Would you like to join? And we have more people joining off stuff like that than a well-crafted long email that's been written by a master copywriter. Oh, hey, here's what members are doing. Here's how they got the result. If you'd like to join, come join. And that's that. If you want to look at everything we do in our actual membership business, that's CryptoLabsResearch.com. Feel free to check it out. It's I'm something I'm passionate about, and it was never even something I wanted to make a ton of money from. I just love that space, and I realized I know a lot, and I could help a lot of people attain the same results I did in Crypto DeFi. Basically, retire early. Get better returns, sometimes 10 times better returns than you could in traditional finance. And so we built a community around that. Next thing you know, it took a life of its own and started growing like crazy. And it was like, this is the funnest, if that's a word, most aligned thing I've ever built. And I fell in love with the community membership model. So much so that we're looking how do we build physical communities now, which is something that the next leg of my journey has kind of taken me on. But that's for a different time. 
It's a game of retention. Got it? Good? Cool? Like this video if this was helpful. Do leave in the comments if anything landed. If you have anything to add, you can also leave it in the comments below. And with that said, I'm gonna Houdini out of here. Before I do, I will leave some videos here and here and here and here. Do check them out if they are of value to you. Click on any one of them that speaks to you. Be like, yep, that speaks to me. Click on it, watch it, study it, apply it, get results, make a ton of money, make a ton of impact, live your best life, do awesome things, create epic things. That's, that, to me, is success. It could start from just getting one piece of information on one of these videos. So check those out. With that said, I'm gonna get out of here. Peace.